The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickey is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Harrison Kennedy, and you are listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Donna Chicky with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. The Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival is from September the 14th to the 15th with the Boogie Bash kickstarting the event on Friday at the Wasaga Beach Recplex. Join me via phone as Canadian Electric Blues, R&B, Soul Blues, singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Harrison Kennedy. Harrison is best known for being the lead vocalist on the Chairman of the Board song, Chairman of the Board. And as of mid-1970s, he enjoyed a wide-ranging solo career. He was awarded the 2016 Juno Award Blues Album of the Year for his release, This Is From Here. This marked Harrison's sixth nomination for that award. Blues Music Award and Maple's Blues Award nominee. Harrison is scheduled to perform at the Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival main stage on Saturday, September the 15th at 5.50 p.m. Find out whom he met on a flight going to L.A. and the store behind the song, Give Me Just a Little More Time. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Val's Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio. Hi, I'm Andrew McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. The Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival is from September the 14th to the 15th with the Boogie Bash kickstarting the event on Friday at the Wasaga Beach Recplex. Joining me via phone is Hamilton Bluesman, best known as the lead vocalist on the Chairman of the Board Blues Classic and 2016 Juno Award Blues Album of the Year for This Is From Here and multiple Maple Blues Awards, Harrison Kennedy. Welcome to Beach Corner, Harrison. Hi, how are you? What an honor to have you on the show. You are scheduled to perform at the Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival on Saturday, September the 15th at the main stage. Is this your first time to Wasaga Beach? Oh, no. No, I've been coming to Wasaga Beach since I was uh, very young. We just came up there to swim. And I've also played there uh, on a number of occasions. Uh, with my band and yeah it's uh it's like oh yeah very uh very very popular to to uh us down here especially in the summertime excellent so you truly have an incredible work history i understand you performed and arita franklin came to see you with the recent passing of our queen of soul what are your thoughts on aretha well, I was very saddened by it, of course, and uh, the last time I saw her, I just happened to, I was on stage and uh, performing in San Francisco, and she was performing across town, and she came to see me uh, catch the band that I was on the chairman of the board on her break. She waved to me, and I waved back to her, and I kept singing. I couldn't talk to her because I was singing, and then I finished uh, singing, and I looked back, and she was gone. Uh, she just came to say hi. That's the kind of person she was, you know. 
and uh, hearing your passing, you know, like I didn't know about the church because I have relatives in Detroit, of course, and I have an aunt who was uh, a pastor um, in Detroit also. She had her own church, and we would uh, go to church down there, and when we were finished, we sometimes would go over to their church and listen to them, and uh, so it was uh, that kind of thing. So I felt, uh, I felt pretty sad uh, she passed. Indeed. And although you're brought up in Hamilton, you just mentioned your connection with Detroit. Yeah. Can you elaborate? Tell us about that. Well, I have uh, I have an aunt there, and uh, they own two Baskin and Robbins stores, <laughs> ice cream, mm. uh, in Detroit. And uh, so I have a lot of, many relatives in Detroit City. And of course, I was uh, part of the chairman of the board, which was out of Detroit. And uh, that's where we did a lot of our recording. And I was, you know, they had this. What do they call themselves? The uh, well, a lot of the, a lot of the people like Parliament Funkadelic. That was uh, the Parliaments was the last band that uh, that I traveled with, and that they were my band at that time. And George Clinton and those guys. And yeah, uh, I'm still keep in touch with uh, like I knew the Four Tops and the Supremes and. Uh, yeah, just all the players down there, which is great. So you're best known as the lead vocalist on the chairman of the board, whose song Give Me Just a Little More Time hit number three in both the U.S. and U.K. markets. Yep. Tell us about the story of the song. Well, um, I uh, I was in university, uh, going to Brock University of St. Catharines at the time, and I needed some money to, to pay for my book, so... I happened to be in a band. Actually, I was asked, I had my own band, and then I was asked to join this other band in Toronto, uh, Stonefield Children, and I I auditioned for them, and they accepted me in the band and asked me would I like to go to Detroit because uh, they heard of this home, Dozier and Hall, and were actually interested in their, the reason why they were looking for somebody for their band, because the, the, the one singer in their band was, uh, 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 had some interest uh, uh, from Holland, Dozier and Holland, so she was going to be going with them, and they asked me would I mind taking over in the band. I said, sure. So we went down there. And anyway, as a long story short, I, I I got up and I sang because the person that was supposed to be singing down there had stage fright and didn't want to go up on the stage and do audition for them, so I did. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went up, and then they offered me a job with the chairman of the board. And I, you know, I ended up in that group, and they had this song. They said we have this one song. Uh, they they had left there. They had left Motown and, and sued them and won ten million dollars uh, uh, in a, a lawsuit because they they, they weren't paid. I evidently they weren't being paid for the tunes that they put out mm-hmm. with the Supremes, the Four Tops, and all the bands that they <laughs> wow. that they recorded. You know, they were a very proficient uh, songwriting. Team Holland, Dozier and Holland, and so anyway, I got with him, and we did this tune called "Give Me Just a Little More Time," and we worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. I was on my home, my way home back to Hamilton, Ontario, and I had the radio on. I got to London, Ontario, and I heard it on the radio. I couldn't believe it. And so when I got home, everybody was telling me, "Harry, you got to go back. You got to go back to Detroit." I said, "Well, why? What's what's going on?" There's no one that says anything to me, you know. Said, well, your 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 tune, uh, 
But you sold 150,000 copies over the weekend. <gasps> a hit. Wow. You gotta go back. So they sent a Learjet <laughs> to, wow. to pick me up. And I went back and that was it. So we traveled all over, opening up for everybody. Wow. Um, all around the world. And uh, it, was, it was just great. What a what great What I liked about it was the work ethic everybody had uh, in the chairman of the board. Wow. Well, it's such a great song. Everyone in that, in that group that I play with, uh, Eddie Holland, uh, or Eddie Custis, rather, uh, he had a relative here in Hamilton, Bernie Custis. I think Bernie's still here, played for Hamilton Tiger Cats, General Johnson, and uh, Danny Woods. They were all pa- they've all passed with cancer. Oh. I'm the only one left. Oh, oh my goodness. Thank goodness you're with us. So with the chairman of the board, you played with some incredible talented artists such as B.B. King, James Brown, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, to name a few. How was the experience to share the stage with these incredible artists? Well, you know, I, uh, I, 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 I found one thing about them is that they, uh, underneath, you know, the fact that they had such talent, um, there was nothing different, you know, that they were pretty straight shooters. Uh, I had some, some wonderful conversations with them and, uh, off, off the stage, they, they just reverted back to being just, uh, you know, just like anyone else. Mm-hmm. I, this is what I found about people that are successful in what they do. Um, what they do is not who they are. It's what they do, you know? And so I found, uh, like, uh, oh God, just so many stories of, like one time I was on the plane and I was sitting, I happened to be going to do uh, Soul Train and, uh, in uh, Los Angeles and I was in first class and the person in front of me, I, I noticed it was Ray Charles. Now, normally I'm a pretty cool guy. I got very excited when I was sitting behind him and I introduced myself, stuttering and everything like that. And he told me basically, you know, uh, he understood he understood why I was nervous. He said he had he was the same way when he met Nat King Cole. Wow. And uh, he said, you know, Harrison. He said, uh, well, he says, you know, he says, where are you going? And I said, well, I'm 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 going to Los Angeles. I'm going to be singing on uh, Dick Clark, and I'm going to be doing Soul Train. He says, oh, what's the name of your group? And I told him it's the chairman of the board. And he went, oh, give me just a little more time. Oh my gosh. Coming out of the plane, and uh, I just thought, wow. And, you know, it was, that was it. You know, I, I just sat quietly for all the rest of the trip because I think I was stunned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is fantastic. And it was the same thing, you know, meeting uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, he, I saw him walking down the aisle when I was singing Detroit. I saw these two people got closer and closer to the stage. It was Stevie. He jumped right up on the stage with me in the middle of a song and started talking to me as I was singing. <gasps> so I asked him, I said, well, do you know, any, you know part of the song, Stevie? And he said, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I said, well, you take the next verse. And I was singing in G. Now, G is pretty high for me. Mm-hmm. And he came in an octave above me in the same key. While he sang the next verse, I played the harmonica, which was one of the reasons why I did a lot of uh, work with, uh, with the Four Tops of the Supremes and, uh, you know, just so many people down there because I was the only one around that played the harmonica. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of, I was always being asked to go to the studio and play some harmonica with him. They did with Marvin Gaye 
uh, last album or what's going on and things like that. So it was just, uh, you know, just very heady stuff. Wow, that is so, what an incredible story. On that note, can you please introduce one of your songs? Sure. Uh, right off of, uh, I'm going to, a couple of tunes I'm thinking about it, uh, from, um, this is from here, uh, the one I, I, uh, I won the Juno for, which is great. Uh, it's called Walking or Riding. Joining me via phone is Harrison Kennedy. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Like a queen bee. Hello. My daughter been acting like a queen bee. And all my so called friends get more honey than me. Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest via phone, Harrison Kennedy. 
So Harrison, tell me about the time you visited Jimi Hendrix Studio, The Cave in New York City, and walked down the hallway, and you found John Lennon sitting on a stool playing an acoustic song yeah. and singing. Well, I knew Jimi when uh, I had a band here in Hamilton, and uh, we played in Detroit. Uh, no, Buffalo, I'm sorry. And uh, he was a rhythm guitar player for a band over there. And <clears throat> he wasn't playing lead guitar, he was playing just rhythm. But you know, he and I became friends. And so when I was with the chairman of the board, he had gone to England and came back and he had all those hits. So I was playing, I was, I was playing at the, uh, the Apollo Theater. And I decided to go and find him because somebody told me that he had uh, a studio uh, right downtown in, in, uh, in New York City. Actually, it was in the village. So I found it, and it was called The Cave. And what he, what he had done is he got some plasterers to come and uh, take the door off and make the front look like a cave. Wow. And it took up half the sidewalk. I don't know how he got away with it, but he did. And so when you walked down the hallway, like you felt like you were going into a cave. And so I, I went down to say hi to him, you know. And I got there, and he wasn't there. But uh, I walk. I got closer to the studio, and there was John Lennon was sitting on the studio playing an acoustic guitar and singing, and he was recording it. And I listened. Uh, I didn't interrupt him while he was playing, and it was just great. I just thought, oh man, this is this is a great tune. I love it. I, I love the way he's just doing this, you know, because I like acoustic music. And when he was done, um, Yoko Ono came out from behind. I guess she was sitting in the recording, uh, uh, sitting in the recording booth. She came out. And she said, "Oh, John, oh, John, I don't like it." Oh my gosh! My heart sunk. And he said, "Okay, throw it in the can." <gasps> You're kidding! I mean, I was so I'm really I was so upset. I just said. Diana, I, I was so upset, I, I didn't know what to say because I'm sure my, I was registering my shock. <laughs> I just turned around and walked out. He didn't even know I was there. Wow. He might have saw me walking out, he didn't say anything. You know, I just, I couldn't stay there. And so that's the last time I saw it. Oh my gosh. So you were at the recording of Marvin Gaye's song. You talked about a little bit earlier, What's Going On? So I hear that you have your own version of this song. So can you when tell you us see, about it? When they recorded it, you know, the, the, recording, uh, the recording process, you do a lot of different takes, you know. And of course, Edward and them were looking for the best take and the, the best way to, to put it out. And so the one they put out, uh, you know, recorded, the recording went on for hours and hours and hours. But there was a funky version, you know, and that's the version. I kind of like funk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I recorded it, I kind of funked it up a bit. And uh, I do it live sometime on my acoustic guitar, uh, which I won't be doing when I come up there because I'm bringing a band with me. But I will be doing the tune, most likely, but I won't be playing. Uh, because first and foremost, uh, I like to bring top-notch musicians, and uh, that way I can just stand in front of the mic and sing. Because mm-hmm. I think that's my, my I, I feel that that's my best, uh, my best side, my vocals. 
Excellent. So you're scheduled to perform Saturday, September the 15th on the main stage. We're just talking about this. And what are you looking forward to the upcoming Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival? Well, it's just, it's just a great place. I mean, I have a vision of that place in my head right now as I'm talking to you. And it's just, just fantastic. Uh, wide open, uh, a lot of space. Uh, uh, it's Wasaga it's Beach. I mean, people just go there at this time of year. You know, the weather, uh, uh, that area up there is just like, it's, it's like one of the places to be. And not only that, the... the the people that put on the festivals, like they, they know what they're doing and they treat us very well. And when I, I when I put the band together, go up there, like everybody's just jump right on it. I'm, I'm using some great players. You know, Jesse O'Brien was with me. Uh, actually, uh, did a lot of help uh, with me on this on the album that won the Juno. Mm-hmm. Colin Linden also did. Colin won't be there, but uh, it's a few other guys. The guys that I'm with are just fantastic. Wow, sounds fantastic. Can't wait to see that. So what has been the greatest benefit to making a living in music? Well, let me see. Um, My blessing is that I'm still doing it. You know, that's the greatest benefit and that I can still do it. And I've learned uh, so many things about the music is for the people. And to be able to kind of like uh, I say when I like to kind of give you you know 45 minutes of amnesia where you just stop thinking about the world outside of here for a while and just enjoy this music you know it's I, I've had people actually break down in tears oh. at my concerts and I just want people to have a good time I enjoy myself when I'm doing it um, and uh, my biggest benefit is uh, is performing for people no matter where and I perform for them all over the world uh, you know that's that's the thing uh, that I like most yeah and what's next for Harrison what's next mm-hmm oh goodness I'm uh, let's see um, I'm doing a festival uh, this I'm doing two things uh, tomorrow Walk Street and then I'm doing the Southside Shuffle mm-hmm uh, credit and then I'm coming down there that I'm doing something and I'm leaving the day after the day after I do the 15th and the 16th I'm doing the super crawl here in Hamilton wow then I'm going uh, to St. Catharines I'm working in uh, uh, the theater arts there and then I'm going back to France uh, from the 26th to, to the 9th of uh, uh, October performing over there this is my third trip I think this is my fourth trip very nice. So, where can we find more information? Uh, I, I put it on my on my web on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I guess the best way I guess you have to be a friend and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to get access to it. So it's Harrison Kennedy on your Facebook page. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Harrison, for being my guest. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Harrison Kennedy for being my guest and look forward to seeing him perform at the Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival on Saturday, September the 15th at the main stage. For more information on Harrison, visit his Facebook page. 
Special thanks to our artistic director, Wayne Buttery, for making this interview possible. The Stonebridge Wasaga Beach Blues Festival is from September the 14th to the 15th, with the Boogie Bash kick-starting the event on Friday at the Wasaga Beach Recplex. For all the details, go to wasagabeachblues.com. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Diana Chickie. Beach Corner is broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from our homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and now available on Wasaga Beach TV. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.